the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. All right, it's 34 after the hour here on 98.9 The Answer. I'm Vince Tornado. Great to hear Bruce Hooley's voice. If you missed it, you can check out the archive on the website. That's 989theanswer.com. Or you can also go to uh, Bruce's website, uh, brucehooley.com. He's got a, a couple of great blogs uh, and, of course, look for him on social media and all that good stuff. Uh, these blogs really have a uh, lot of solid stuff uh, in terms of, uh, you know, great spiritual advice. Uh, there's some great stuff in there in terms of just perspective on life. And this is a guy who uh, is in the midst of uh, the early stages of a uh, cancer battle, and they're going to be uh, uh, determining the next steps at some point in the near future. And I thought there's a couple of key things that uh, Bruce brought up that I wanted to uh, draw out a little bit. Uh, and by the way, before I forget, there are ways in which uh, you can uh, help Bruce in this, uh, and those are on his blog as well. Uh, so one of the things that he said was, uh, you know, this battle gives him uh, some focus moments. It, it, it's focusing him. The other thing is the potency of life. He wants to make sure that his life has, uh, has, has power, has, has meaning, for, uh, of course, that higher purpose in Jesus Christ. And then that last thing is uh, self-sufficiency is the opposite of faith. Uh, And I thought that's a great way to look at it, because people oftentimes say, you know, well, it's down. Well, lots of of great wisdom and great stuff there. That will not be the last you hear from that man, because we'll make sure that uh, you know what's going on, you know what's happening with him, because uh, I, as a, uh, you know, consumer of all things radio as well, know how important it is that uh, you want to hear your guy, you want to hear your person. That uh, that voice that's always on the radio provides a, a certain level of uh, stability and uh, and comfort in your life. So when that that uh, that routine gets interrupted, you don't like it. I don't like it either. You like you like things to be where they're going to be, and you want them uh, to be there. And so uh, we'll make sure that you are updated and informed as to what's happening with your guy, Bruce Hooley. So a couple of things that I want to touch on. Um, you know, when I go. And I, I, I look around um, for show prep, and I look at the, uh, the articles that kind of appear next to each other. I try to see, like, what trends are we seeing? What are, what are some commonalities and, and things that I'm seeing across the board? And sometimes if you look on, like, the right-hand side of, like, a page, you'll see, like, oh, the trending top stories. And, you know, I go around to, you know, NBC4, ABC6, all the other local news websites. I'll do all the major networks and things. You know, and I went to the uh, the MSNBC website. That that whole friggin' website, that thing is like a giant left wing commentary machine. Like I thought, okay, there might be a few articles, you know, news. No, <laughs> that whole thing is like uh, the 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 talking points, the platform for the DNC or whatever. It is. It's horrible. Look, I know that like there are the obvious concerns of like you know CNN and and uh, and others, but man, there are some like you have some friends who are like, okay, that guy's far gone. You know, it's, I mean, there's always hope for somebody, but it's just like you look at some people like oh, is it, that that ain't coming back. You know, this ain't this person ain't coming back. Like that website, 
they're gone. You're done. Yeah, it just I, I I looked at it for probably a good minute and I was like, come on. It's gotta be something here. Gotta be something here. There's nothing there. So I digress and say that I go and I look at a variety of sites and try to see what's trending. I look at, of course, local news sources as well. And one that I found was interesting, there's a couple of issues happening in uh, in local schools. So of course, homecoming season is upon us, and uh Reynoldsburg High School in the uh, field house had a uh, little bit of a uh, fight breakout. And you know, if you're in those like neighborhood groups and you go and you'll see uh, you, you'll see all these posts about people like, were there gunshots in my neighborhood? It's like, no, that was like a dog barking three day, you know, three houses over, you know, something like that. It's just you, you see so much of like everybody like defaults to like, you know, there was guns. It's like, no, it's not always guns, Gladys. You know, or it was this, it was that. So the, things just get so far, like, way down the road. And, and you know, honestly, it's hard, too, because, like, if you're in the middle of a crowd and somebody says there's a gun and there's not a gun, I would rather run and there not be a gun than to not run and there actually be one. So it, it, it's hard. It's this weird catch-22. So in this fight that happened at the Reynoldsburg High School at homecoming this last weekend, there was the speculation that guns were present. Well, the police and the authorities look into it. Well, it just so happens there happens to be balloons that were at this homecoming dance, and that was the best explanation for what the sound. Can you think a gun? Think of a balloon pop? Kind of hear that in your head? Sounds kind of similar. I can hear how in a moment of panic, when you're running out, there's pepper spray dispersed. People are, you know, the, the, the cops are trying to break up a fight. How that might sound like a gun. Okay, we'll, we'll give people that kind of grace there. But at the same time, I can also understand that incredibly degree high that, that that high degree of stress that you would feel if your child is calling you saying, "Hey, pick me up from homecoming." So this mother says, uh, according to this article from NBC Four, uh, she said, "I looked at the time on my phone. It was nine nineteen. I got that phone call. It was sheer panic in her voice, in her daughter's voice. This is not the first time I've heard that from this school building. And all I heard was, "Come and get me. Come and get me now.'" The article goes on to say that the school district said some students were claiming there were shots, but the police, as I said, did not find them. The student of that mother said, I remember everyone starting to disperse and then running again and then coming over the announcement saying to evacuate. So that's when I started to actively try and leave and people were running and trying to push me over. So the students who were identified and accused of taking a part uh, in this melee are not allowed on school grounds, and there could be more activity that does uh, happen as a result of uh, this unfortunate incident at the Reynoldsburg High School. So follow that story and check that out. So that's school story number one. School story number two, slightly older from Worthington. This was about a week ago. So for the first time since Wednesday, Worthington Kilbourne reopened its doors on Monday. So just a couple of days ago, or just yesterday, actually. They opened their doors on Monday after two threats were sent electronically last week, threatening the school and African-American students. The uh, news organization, NBC4, I believe, they looked into this article and they found that emails you know, came from Germany. Now, here's the question that I have about this story. They said that the emails were routed to Germany. They came from Germany. They don't have any updates as to you know where these emails you know originated, like who actually sent it, but... You know, I'm not terribly technically savvy, so let me see if I can explain what a VPN is. When you log on to the Internet, it registers that you are logging on from this particular place. 
So if I were to get on the internet here in the studio, this would be something like, oh, uh, Worthington, Ohio, you know, where the studios are and all this other stuff and all the, you know, here's, here's where you're at on the internet. This is where you're originating from. Well, it could be that whoever sent these emails, these threats, was using a VPN to mask where the email is coming from. Because I could log on to the internet using a VPN, a.k.a. sort of like a mask, and then the internet provider would say, oh, this is somebody from Germany using the internet, logging onto this webpage and all that stuff. So there's a possibility that, one, yes, it did indeed come from a foreign country and somebody's just having some fun, decide to mess around like an idiot, or this is somebody who is using a VPN. So it's curious to see, it'll, it'll be curious to see, you know, where this actually comes from if indeed we do get an update on that. So definitely scary stuff. Like you, you, you don't know like where this threat's coming from, who is this? And when you have so much uh, in the news about shootings and guns and all that stuff, it is scary. I can understand, you know? I mean, I don't have children who are of this age yet, but... If I put myself in that those parents' shoes and think about what if my child was at this homecoming dance, which, by the way, my children are going to be homeschooled because of these things, but knowing the love that I have for my children, if that happened to my kids and I'm sitting there like, and I hear that, oh, that, that would freak me out, whether it be the email or the fight at, at the Reynoldsburg High School. So two scary stories coming out of Reynoldsburg High School and Worthington Kilborn. One, an actual fight at the school. Probably a bunch of kids just being stupid. And then you have one which is kind of a little bit more unknown coming out of Worthington. So I see those two stories online. As I said, I go through all these uh, you know different sources and try to see some commonalities. And I see this, this story coming out of, uh, of the, the, the governor's office. He set aside $175 million of the American Rescue Plan funds to go towards violent crime reduction. So basically using, I believe what these are, is like COVID funds to um, help uh, police departments and help uh, others, school uh, schools and uh, school districts, deal with this issue. So according to this article, he said, uh, DeWine said that he would like to see lawmakers at the Ohio State House work on the legislation to target repeat violent offenders more heavily and those who illegally have weapons. So according to the Ohio Department of Public Safety Director Andy Wilson, he said there's an unprecedented increase in violent crime involving young people across the state. The communities that are being most affected by this are begging for help with it. Here's your solution. Beyond any spiritual issue. The solution is have dads be dads. Discipline your kids. Give consequences for actions. And don't let the state, don't let these schools be the parent for you. Your schools are not a daycare, whether it be in high school, middle school, grade school, or whatever. So some interesting stuff happening in local schools, and hopefully they can resolve it, but we'll keep an eye on it here on 98.9 The Answer. Some must-see TV coming up. I'll tell you about it in five minutes here on 98.9 The Answer. All right, so some must-see TV coming your way. And uh, I use that uh, a little bit sarcastically. It's Vince Tornado in for Bruce Hooley here on 98.9 The Answer. Uh, If you haven't seen it, uh, Gavin Newsom and Ron DeSantis are going to debate. That'll be uh, in November, so you got a little little ways uh, to wait for that. This will be interesting just to see them both debate. It's going to be on Fox, of course. It'll be uh, during Hannity's 9 o'clock show, and it's going to be on November 30th. So November 30th, 9 o'clock on Fox, uh, you're going to see a 90-minute debate. 
that'll be out of Georgia between uh, California Governor Gavin Newsom and, of course, Florida's own Ron DeSantis. I, I mean, I think, you know, Ron DeSantis' campaign probably views this as an opportunity to, uh, you know, it's going to be a very, you know, publicized thing. I mean, it was talked about uh, all across the web and, you know, everybody's, you know, kind of buzzing about it, talking about it. So if Ron DeSantis, for whatever reason, and I had high hopes for this guy. You know, I was kind of like, you know, he's, you know, he's my guy. It's just when he, the whole like fight with Disney just felt kind of like shallow. And he was like, oh, I'm done. And it's like, man, if you're really that principled and, and like, you know, down with it, duking it out with them, then like, why'd you just give up? Probably because an advisor said, hey, it's not working for you. You might want to do something to help your campaign. So for better, for worse, that's what it is. That's how I see it with him. But yeah, I, I, I wish like. You know, maybe they should like have a have a, a segment where they could, I don't know, like put some gloves on or something, like really make this interesting because so often these debates will turn into just these opportunities to get these uh, these cheap shots in, to get these uh, these uh, sound bites in, uh, to get the uh, those those clips all over the internet to uh, make sure you're the one that is talked about, and oftentimes actually having a substantive discussion uh, falls by the wayside, especially when you got more people. But I guess I would probably have more hope for the Newsom-DeSantis debate than I would over the debates when you've got, like, it's kind of like, okay, so I come from a family of six. There's six kids. Uh, every one of us is married, multiple kids uh, for most of it, except for, except for the sister uh, below me. So I think there's, like, 18 grandkids. Sorry, Mom, if I missed the count there. Um, and so when we all get together, needless to say, it gets a little bit rowdy and loud. And so, um, it reminds me, those debates remind me of that where you're probably going to get a few words in and it's either, you know, a child is uh, making some sort of disruptive noise or, you know, one particular member of the family is commanding the discussion over another. So if you have a large family, uh, you understand the struggle of what I'm talking about, but that's what those larger debates uh, feel like. And I do believe there's actually one taking place tomorrow and I'd be curious, like, who are you pulling for? Who you, who you like it? Because I think when you look at, the, and it's hard because you, you don't want to always, like, feel your way through life. You know, you can't always react emotionally to things, things, obviously. And I think a lot of the news wants to, like, provoke that out of us. But I think that there's also something to be said about using that in moderation in the right circumstances. Because when you watch a debate, you'll get a good vibe on somebody and kind of see, like, okay, like, this is who this guy is, this is this character, and all this other stuff, and all these other things. So, yeah, you, you can kind of get an understanding of, like, who these people are. Um, you know, I've had an opportunity to see Ron DeSantis speak. He's okay. He's fine. Um, you know, I, I think it's, you know, unfortunately going to go to the... And I'm not... Okay, let me just back up, too, and say this. Like, I'm not, I'm not an anti-Trumper whatsoever. No, I'm not. But there's sometimes I'm just like, oh, come on, man, come on, like, that kind of thing. And I, and I just... I would love to see I would love to see somebody young and hungry like a Vivek Ramaswamy. I I, I that's the kind of guy where I'm just like I like that attitude, and I, and I think there's such this this vibe of like always having to fall into this role of like everything's terrible and I can fix it, and I and I, I hate that when there's a candidate that always speaks like that. Hey, some things are good, some things are bad. Sure, some things are also terrible, but there's also some good things that are happening too. But I think that's the tone in which so many of these candidates fall into of trying to say, I'm the only one that can fix this terrible situation. And when I hear that extreme argument, I'm like, eh, BS radar is going off. I ain't jiving on that, man. That's totally not going to be, you know, something that I'm going to, you know, hop on that train. So I do think eventually, you know, the, the slow slog, I think there was a poll in the stack here. 
Here's this. Uh, New York Times says poll shows uh, low approval ratings for Biden and Trump coasting in primary. So I think that's pretty much going to be the story. Uh, but I certainly don't think it's going to be the last we're going to hear from some of these individuals, especially uh, Vivek Ramaswamy. Uh, so, yeah, more uh, quote unquote must see TV. I just saw this and I'm like, really, people? I'll just read the headline. Um, Naked Attraction, the uh, UK's most notorious and full frontal dating show has quietly been added to HBO Max. So basically, the gist of the show is there was like one, I can't remember what it was. It was like you can't see the person and you try to hear their voice and discern whether or not you want to like, you know, go on a date with them. This is basically like everything except like you see their body and like people don't like hold back and they'll actually like look at this person naked and then eventually they reveal their face. And you know what's bizarre? Is they actually go on a date with their clothes on. So it's like, it's like, what? Huh? What's that? What's happening here? So I love this. Like, who's, who's going to sit down like, hey, mom, come over. Let's go watch, you know, whatever the show is. Naked attraction. Again. Like, who? You got to, don't, don't lie to yourself. If you're thinking, I might want to check that. Are you really going to watch that? Like, your, your kids are going to watch it? Hey, dad, you know, turn off Bluey. Daddy wants to watch, you know, naked attraction. And so it's like, I see this here and I'm like, wait, what? I mean, yes, these people are willingly doing this. But then there's this other story. That comes out of uh, New Hampshire, uh, Bedford High School students. They found that some students were using images of other female students, uh, buttocks and breasts, as the article says, and they were grading them. And so it's like, yeah, they should get in trouble for that. Yeah, they sh- I-, I would probably want those scumbags to be expelled if that was my daughter, if those, if those were my kids. Like, what are you doing, man? But then you, you have these adults... Who are going to watch essentially what is normalizing the disgusting nature of pornography. We're going to sit around and be like, hey, this is an excuse to look at naked chicks and dudes on TV. And then you have essentially students, which is doing a modified version of this. Yes, you know, the, 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 these young women didn't do it willingly. Um, yes, you know, it's, it's a different situation because it's high schoolers and things like that. But how, it, you see the, 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 the similarity there? It's like we got... We got the adults saying, hey, let's go, let's go, you know, rate, rate naked bodies on TV in the name of entertainment. And you got students doing a modified version of that. So it's like, they they can't both be right. They're both wrong. And so when I look at this, it's just like, what what kind of, you know, it's, it's, you know, I, I think I also need just to take a step back and see some of these things and just realize, hey, man, people are twisted and weird. They're going to do twisted and weird things, and um, there's so many of these dating shows, too, where it's just like, I don't understand, like, how somebody could subject themselves to that. Like, that, that's one thing that I see. Like, there's one show, which is pretty decent. I, I, really, I really don't like the dating shows, but, like, my sister will watch a show. My wife enjoys it, too. It's called The Farmer Wants a Wife. I don't know if you've seen it, but um, it's, uh, it's, it's relatively wholesome. Um, and then I love those shows that have the fantasy suites. It's like, it's just, it just gets so just stupid in, in terms of like the level of entertainment that they, uh, the, these networks like to, like to put out. So it's just, it, it's embarrassing too. Like, I wonder, like, you know, you go, you come, you, you come into your, 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 your friend's circle, your family circle, and you're looking and you're like, uh, how, how, all this embarrassing footage of you on TV, you know, it would just make you feel weird. Like, 
So, I uh, saw you on uh, Naked Attraction. Oh, yeah, you're just, uh, you know, and Farmer Wants a Wife bawling your eyes out because that dude didn't pick you. You know, it's just, it produces a real, it's sort of like, it's sort of like the same sort of like weird voyeuristic thing that I think exists in a lot of us, if not all of us, to where it's like Jerry Springer. Like, okay, I'm going to be real. There are some times where you see people, it's almost like a car accident, like a, like, like, like a, like a car wreck when you see those kinds of things uh, on, uh, on television or on Instagram reels and, and, and things like that. So we'll see where that show goes and we'll see what happens uh, with uh, some of the debates and things. And uh, I, just, I, I, just, I just don't get it. I'm I, not sure that one's going to be uh, ended up on uh, Disney Plus anytime soon. So, All right, well, I'm out of here. Um, we got some great folks coming up later in this week. And uh, I'm going to ride off into the sunset and uh, enjoy the rest of my day. So let's rock and roll. I'm Vince Tornado, filling in for Bruce Hooley here at 98.9 The Answer. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.